Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about four reasons you should believe. That's correct. Four reasons you should believe in aliens. Now, before I get started, I want to say that uh, one of the listeners on Twitter sent me a link to a really interesting video uh, on uh, UFOs and human middle and human mutilation. Kind of a scary topic. Uh, animated though, no actual pictures. Take a look at it if you're interested. I have the link there at the Buy Me a Copy website. And before we get into the article today, we can just say that I was lucky to find this article. I really had to sort through a lot of a lot of garbage today. I've noticed the search results have gotten so bad trying to find anything and you know i've talked about this before but it seems like with this ai is just polluting and killing the internet to an extent that i've never encountered before so i really appreciate that listener sending me the link to that video uh this is how we're going to find stuff out in the future we're not going to be able to find anything in online searches uh, all of the uh, so-called uh, media documents are going to be uh, completely AI-generated, uh, terribly biased, uh, just just absolute uh, rubbish being put out by the truckload. So once again, thank you to the person that sent me the link there at the Twitter site. Uh, anybody else listening, I'd encourage you to, vid- to visit the uh, at UFO Warning site there over on Twitter. And this is how we share stuff, because it's getting harder and harder and harder to find this thing, to find any of this information through anything that resembles uh, traditional channels. Now, this article came to us from Medium.com. It was published by Karen Leach, April 10th. It says, four compelling reasons why you should believe in aliens. And then it says it's time for a different narrative. Well, I would definitely agree with that. Most people are... are skeptical when it comes to the subject of UFOs, she writes. This is mostly due to fantastic anti-UFO propaganda and misinformation campaigns orchestrated by American agencies. Thanks to their excellent efforts, the subject of UFOs has been seen as nothing more than a joke. However, the American narrative is not the only narrative. I believe knowledge is power, so I'd like to share four rational and sane narratives to help you regain your power and be better informed. Well, she's correct also about that. The government and the deep state, with the collusion of the media, has done a tremendously effective job at depersoning anybody who even so much as reports a UFO sighting. But that's changing a little bit with everybody having cell phones, with people uh, becoming comfortable with posting that cell phone video online, sharing that stuff with each other. The evidence is just so overwhelming that it's becoming harder and harder for the deep state to a deep person, uh, people who are making reports in good faith. It says UFO shaming. For decades, the subject of UFO UFOs has been a taboo topic. 
if you were an ordinary citizen and you reported the sighting, you were labeled a nutter. If you spoke out or presented evidence of UFOs, you were a conspiracy theorist or you had created a false photo or video. As for mainstream media, well, no sensible reporter would touch the subject for fear of losing their credibility. Well, I think it's way worse than that. I think the media is actually in bed with these guys. They're they're just they're just paid assassins, really, to go out there and write really awful stuff about people. And some of them, I think, the ones at the lower uh, end of the ladder, uh, the, the short end of the pool, uh, the smaller fish, they want to be big fish. So they toe the line, and even a, a local newspaper, uh, if you read the article, uh, they'll throw in some idiotic, uh, you know, phrase using conspiracy theory or making jokes about it. Um, they want to, they they are under intense social pressure to be part of the in-group. It says, too many to ignore. In 2008-9, UFO sightings increased rapidly, and they were continuing to climb such climb to such an extent that the subject could no longer be ignored. But what happened in 2008 and 2009? Apple introduced a smartphone. Remember that? First one where you had like a really good camera on. I think you had phones with cameras before then, maybe, but they were garbage compared to what Apple did. And then right after that, Samsung. So now the, everybody has a camera in their pocket. Everybody has a smartphone in their pocket. Everybody has an interconnection, internet connection in their pocket. So starting in 2008 and 2009, and then over the next 10 years or so, we just became exponentially more connected. It says, all things UFO related are now coming to the surface, and what was once hidden by some, particularly the American government and its agencies, is now coming to the surface. I don't believe that. Uh, we still aren't getting answers from the federal government on cattle mutilations or human mutilations. This is a video I was just talking about pointed out. We're not getting uh, any information from the government on uh, human abductions. Nothing about the dark side except uh, this is a boogeyman and they might blow something up. So we're going to indiscriminately shoot them down. So no, we're not getting we're not getting any kind of truth from the government. That's that's just a pie in the sky wish as far as I can see. It says the result the American military is leaking slash sharing footage of UFO encounters like the famous Tic Tac encounter in an effort to shine light on this topic. Also, nothing against the author, but I don't believe that. It's not the it's not the uh, military's job to shine light on anything. I mean, deception is a weapon. Deception is power. Knowledge is power. Why would they share that? They want a monopoly on power. That's that's the nature of any military organization. Monopolize power. Because once you've monopolized power, then you've already defeated your uh, adversary without a battle. So what's been released, uh, to me, it's, it's not effective as far as disclosure. It may be effective as far as forming a narrative. And the way it was released was terrible. We're told it was released by a deep state employee to a former deep state employee in a Pentagon parking lot. That's a story that's out there. Then turned over to Tom DeLonge's company, a retired, uh, some people call him a rock musician. I would more likely call him a pop musician. He himself has said that he has all these contacts in the deep state and that he's seen uh, alien-related stuff that upset him so much he couldn't sleep for three days, but he can't tell us about it. So he wants to be part of this power structure. He wants to be the in-group. Okay, He wants to be the popular kids who gets to tell you what you can and can't see. I'm, I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in a situation where people are able to share information, pictures, videos, stories, whatever, online. Just like this person did with me on my Twitter account. They're like, hey, check out this really cool video I found on YouTube talking about human, human mutilation. Someone spent a lot of time and effort to create this 
uh, animated video that went through some cases. It was fascinating. I, I watched it spellbound for 18 minutes. That's what we need. We don't need deep state employees passing off paper bags full of videos to each other in a Pentagon parking lot only to monetize those videos and then tell us what we can and can't hear. It says, in an effort to shine a little more light on the subject, I'd like I'd like to share a couple of different narratives. I want to dive into recent history and look at the not-so-secret government investigations, starting with Peru. And then she talks about Peru and how there were so many sightings over Lima in 2001 that they had to set up a special office to investigate. Now, I'm not going to try to even repeat this name in Spanish because I really don't speak Spanish, but, but the, the acronym for the office is OIFAA. It says, fearing a national security threat, the government swiftly set up the OIFAA to investigate. The Peruvians were not unfamiliar with UFO sightings. And in fact, the former president, Alberto Fujimori, had experienced a close encounter while on a fishing trip in the Amazon in 1991. He and a number of military officers encountered a huge metallic object, which was just a thousand feet over their heads. At that time... People risk public ridicule and humiliation if they spoke out about a sighting. Careers were swiftly ended for those who had had the audacity to speak in public about UFO sightings. Fearing for his political career, the president swore his officers to secrecy, and the incident was filed away and never publicly spoken of. However, the military's interest had been aroused, and behind closed doors, UFO investigation remained a high priority. So it sounds like the prime minister of Peru kind of just let his job go. He was afraid. He was afraid of being depersoned. So he just said, nope, can't talk about it. But what happened? Military got involved. Oh yeah. You know why? Knowledge is power. They need the power. That's their job. With Commander Julio or Julio Caesar Chamorro at his head, the OIFAA set up office, set up office in a respectable area of the city and opened its doors to reports from both civilians and military alike. Of the many reports that they received, there was one report from a rural, from rural farmers that caught Commander Julio Chimera's attention. Surprisingly, the farmers weren't worried about being abducted or being attacked by aliens. Far from it, they had more important and practical matters to think about. They were worried about their livestock, cattle mutilations. Their request was simple. Please intervene because the UFOs and their, occup and their occupants were scaring their livestock. Not just UFOs, UFOs and occupants, aliens. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another well-documented incident occurred in the 1980s when Captain Oscar Santa Maria Huarte shot at a UFO that looked like a giant drop of mercury hanging in the sky over the La Jolla Air Force Base. Close to 2,000 people witnessed this unprecedented incident. 2,000. How many eyewitnesses do you have to have before the thing's no longer debunked? Yet another famous incident is the case of the missing pilot who reported three hours of missing time during a flight without loss of fuel. That's interesting. Airplane's in the air for three hours and doesn't burn any fuel. Hmm. 
It's important to note that these are not reports from lunatics, drunks, or cult members. They are reports of rational, sane, normal people or experienced military personnel. Peru continues to investigate UFO sightings, as do their neighbors. Australia RAF story studies. In 1930, the Australian government launched the first official investigation into UFOs. 1930. Mystery aircraft had been seen over the Bass Strait, and so squadron leader George Jones, a Royal Australian Air Force officer, was sent to Wormabool, Victoria, to investigate the many sightings. The investigation continued sporadically until, 19, until August 23, 1953. So 1930, I mean, just past the biplane area, maybe, maybe still in the biplane area. From from the time we had caught, from the time we were flying cloth-winged airplanes. At, you know, 50, 60 mile an hour up in the air, maybe a mile up, we were seeing UFOs. On this day, there was a significant UFO sighting that would prompt Australia to double down on, the, on their efforts to investigate this mysterious crafts. In 1953, the deputy director of the Department of Silver Aviation, Tom Dury, recorded a UFO in Papua New Guinea on film. Dury had been filming a young boy spearfishing when an unusual thick white cloud suddenly appeared in what had been a clear sky. A silver bullet-shaped object emerged from the cloud, then flew rapidly away. To me, this thing clearly wanted to be seen. The incident was viewed as a, as a potential security threat by the RAF's dictorate Dictoriate of Air Force Intelligence, after which Australia upped its game when it came to UFO watching. Remember, all the while telling you that if you reported one, you were a conspiracy theorist, you were a crazy person. You you saw Venus, you saw Mars, you saw a piece of trash blowing in the wind, swamp gas. Then it goes on, it says, Uruguay Cridovoni, C-R-I-D-O-V-I. D-O-V-N-I. In the 1960s and 70s, there were many reports of unidentified flying objects around Uruguay, Chile, Peru, and other South American countries. In 1979, unable to ignore the volume of reports and sightings, Uruguay set up the Commission for the Reception of Investigation and Reports of Unidentified Flying Objects. The commission still exists and is headed by Colonel Ariel Sanchez, who is now one of the world's foremost UFO investigators. Since its inception, it has officially logged over 1,200 cases. Many more were reported, but lacked sufficient detail to be investigated. Maybe they didn't have the resources. While only 3% of their cases were considered unexplained, they were significant, shocking, and compelling. But yeah, that when they say unexplained, that means that they were just so obvious that you know even a, even a debunker couldn't come up with a reason. The they they include military jet chases, power outages, civil civilian abductions, cattle mutilation, trace evidence of physical landing, holes in ground, soil composition. In, a, in, inter, in an interview with Open Minds, Sanchez talked about the 3%. He said, among these, I can tell you about military pilot cases in which UFOs chased in flight, attempting, albeit unsuccessfully, to get close to the objects in order to identify them. There are also cases in which the aircraft was affected, cases in which the control panel of a military transport plane carrying passengers had a burnt smell from unexplained overheating. But I thought that they were so loving. They came here to help us protect the environment. He also referenced civilian planes, saying, We also have cases of civil aircraft, which were followed by nocturnal lights, that couldn't be identified. These are some of the more weighty cases that we have, yeah, the ones that you can't explain. These cases have an 80% probability of an unconventional phenomena, which is very high. Seems more like 100% to me. 
Unlike the American system of investigation, which seems to have been built on secrecy and distrust between agencies and politicians, Uruguay has adopted a more open and transparent approach, both with the international agencies such as CRIFAT, the regional, the regional Center for Intelligence of Aerospace and Terrestrial Phenomena, which is its civilian counterpart, as well as connecting with the UFOlogy community. In 2012, the Commission also officially signed an agreement with Chile to exchange and share information on UFOs as well as fostering working arrangements with other South American countries. Colonel Sanchez is seen to emphasize that CRIDOVNI is unbiased and non-judgmental. We still have no answers regarding the UFO phenomena, what these vehicles and their origin are, but we keep on researching with the utmost disposition. As men at the service of Uruguay, we must be impartial. We don't encourage or discourage any particular point of view. Wow, wouldn't it be awesome if our military in America could have that kind of a really open-minded, thoughtful point of view? This is France, Gapan, Sepra, and Gipan. World War II served as a catalyst for all things UFO. A spike in sightings and an advancement in technology got people wondering if these strange craft were alien or human or a collaboration of both. After the war, the French... For the French Air Force's Bureau Perspective at Etude Office of Long-Term Studies and the Military Police of the Gendarmerie Nationale, I think that's the National Police, began to record UFO sightings. The armed forces were interested in the Suco Volante, or Flying Saucers. They wanted, to know, they wanted to know more, and they wanted an investigation independent of the Americans. During the 1960s, Scientific Research Minister Alain Perifit Ask former Atomic Energy Commission scientist Jacques-Luc Brunou to form an independent UFO investigation commission excluding the Americans. <laughs> Imagine that. I wonder why. The staff of President de Gaulle supported the initiative. They had a keen interest in UFOs due in part to the 1954 Tenerife-Madagascar incident. In 1954, a UFO event had been witnessed by tens of thousands of people. They had watched a large green ball fly over the Palais de la Reine, down the main street, and over the Air France base. Talk about being in your face. One often quoted eyewitness, Mr. Edmund Campanach, Campanach, former military officer, and at that time technical director of Air France, has publicly stated that he saw an electric green light that looked like a kind of lens-shaped plasma, and approximately 40 meters in length, so, what, 130 feet? The size of a DC-4 aircraft. This green lens is closely, is closely followed by a flying machine with a distinct silvery metallic aspect and the shape of a football, also 40 meters long, 130 foot. At the back of this metal machine, bluish exhaust flames are seen. That must have been amazing. The French adopted a much more open and curious attitude toward UFO investigation. There was no secrecy or non-cooperation between departments. Instead, they wanted to create a multidisciplinary team with three objectives. Determine the probability of the existence of extraterrestrial intelligence life forms. Ascertain if possible. Ascertain if cooperation was possible. Study and explain unidentified aerospace phenomena. Although the proposal was approved, it had to be indefinitely postponed due to political upheavals of May 1968. Imagine that. However, a wave of UFO sightings in the 1970s put the cat amongst the pigeons once again. The sightings were so prevalent 
that Claude Poher, an engineer from the Centre National des Tudes Spatiales, that's CNES, the French Space Agency, resurrected the idea of a study group. The aircraft, the Air Force, the Gendarmerie Silver Air Aviation, and the National Meteorology Office were to be part of the research team. GPAN, that's Group Etude des Phenomena Aerospatiales, non-identifies, in other words, this is the group that studies unidentified flying objects, was formed, as was official department of CNES, to investigate credible and strange UFO encounters dating back to, the ni- to 1966. From 1978 onwards, they set out four more person teams of investigators. They included a psychologist who was tasked with examining and evaluating the witness testimony. So in other words, instead of automatically depersoning that person and leaving them crazy, they actually sent out a psychologist to see if the person maybe did have some mental health issues. G-Pen was active and open. They investigated a significant number of cases. In one instance, the gendarmerie were called to investigate a UFO sighting in Nancy. At 12.30 a.m. on August 21, 1982, a biologist had observed an ovid-shaped craft hovering close to the ground in his garden. The craft remained for 20 minutes and then suddenly flew off. The grass remained upright and there was no discoloration. However, the, however, the aromath plants appeared dehydrated. The gendarme took samples of the plants. A scientific investigation was carried out and the plants were found to be dehydrated but not suffering from any radiation effects. In 1989, GPAN was replaced by SERPA, S-E-P-R-A, it says, this department was set up to primarily look at and analyze satellite and rocket debris. UFO research continued behind the scenes. It closed in 2005. So see, even with the French, who tried to approach this thing open-mindedly. Nope, not forever. However, research, UFO research was recognized as a priority for France, and so in 2006, G-E-I-P-A-N was established. The new GPEN director, Van Sillard, former assistant secretary general for environment and scientific affairs for CNS, was defended the serious study of UFOs and Radio France International. They seem like they do things a little differently there than they do in the States. You don't have a bunch of deep state people in hidden rooms and hidden offices who emerge after 10 or 12 years to collect big checks talking at UFO conferences. They seem to do it in a much more open uh transparent way, much more academic way. It finishes up here, it says, having denied the existence of UFOs, America seeks collaboration, it says, having denied the existence of UFOs and ridiculed anyone who spoke on the topic, Americans now find themselves on the back foot having to admit the presence of UFOs. I'm not sure if it's fair to generalize that as Americans. Definitely fair to generalize that as American deep state. They are now actively seeking cooperation and collaboration on the issue. In August 2020, there was a meeting in Guam between Tara Kuno, Japan's defense minister and U.S. Secretary of Defense Mark Esper. Kuno was shown video footage of alien craft filmed by the U.S. military, following which protocols for investigating and interacting with UFOs were rapidly drawn up by the Japanese government. For the first time in its history, Japan is officially tracking aliens. Well, we don't know what they were shown. In summary, so there it is. There are governments all around the world who for decades have either secretly or openly investigated UFO sightings. There's an old saying, there's no smoke without fire. In the case of UFOs, it's certainly true. No government would waste its defense budget chasing UFOs if they didn't exist. Even Sir John Sawyer's Britain's former chief of secret intelligence, MI6, is on board supporting the existence of alien life forms. Speaking at the October 2019 Digital Transformation Expo in London, he said, quote, I think it would be extraordinary if in an infinite solar system the planet's Earth was unique. I think we should go forward on the assumption that nothing on this planet is unique. I, I don't believe that so much as I believe that these things are interdimensional. Seems much more likely to me.
Sawyer's a Britain's top spy was a strong has a strong connection to UFO investigations, but that's a story for another time. She says, and then uh, just kind of finishes up here asking you to subscribe to the website. Yeah, they had some good examples, and I think it's true that um, the governments in um, South America and in France have done a lot better job uh, openly investigating the UFO phenomena. If you're not convinced by the evidence that you see here in this country. And you're still curious. I would recommend doing a little research into some of the stuff that's been discovered in South America, some of the cases down there, and some of the cases that were talked about in France, simply because the government didn't rush in to build second narratives in all these cases like they do here. You can still go back and look at some of the original uh, original accounts, uh, a few that exist that weren't polluted with uh, commentary and investigations being taken over by U.S. spooks, you can still go back and look at some of those original sightings from 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago and really parse out some interesting details. Not all the time do these things seem to be uh, coming in peace. Quite frequently, these things to be uh, disturbing, even even uh, uh, dangerous ordeals that these people went through. That doesn't make it any less true. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.